pain. Me and my mom will cry. My mom will cry. While all love us now. Sopranos, help me out. Do not, come on, on. Pass me where my sopranos at? I need you, Ingrid. Come on. Do not, come on. Pass me back. Lord, do, do not, not knock. Do, do not, do not, pass me back. Pass me back. Do not, do not, pass me back. Pass me back. Do not, do not, pass me back. Lord, we need you right now. Do not, pass me back. Do not, do not, pass me back.
when I was out there sinning, he ain't passed me by. Y'all don't understand. I guess I'm the only one doing my own thing. He stopped. I was sick in sin. He stopped. I, 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 I saw the word. He, did, he didn't come to to save those that, to, to fix those that were here but those that were sick. He came to the lost. So every time I think about it, how lost I was. And he did it. He did it. I dare you to go down memory lane and tell the Lord thank you and, and, and begin to rattle it off that you can give thanks for. Where would you be if he hadn't saved you? Would you be here today? Would you be sitting where you are you be in your right mind. Oh, glory to God. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we just got through singing it, but if we slow it down, pass me not, oh, Jim. To say, my arm, Mother, come, come on down, mother. Yes. 
thank you for those of you that have your Bibles with you I'm going to invite you to the book of Ezekiel chapter 22 verse 30 chapter 22 just one verse verse 30 but believe me I encourage you to read the entire chapter of 22 for it speaks to us until this day it's important and we're going to bring it up to our time when you found it say man if you need a little more time say hold up I hear them pages turning that's, that's a good thing that's a good thing that's a good thing Somebody still believing and carrying a Bible. For real, for real. We have become so dependent upon technology. It has become idolatry to us. We so in love with the world that we may soon or may forget we find ourselves at enemy with God. We only passing through. You know, I don't mean to jump to the end, but I want you to know Jesus borrowed a tomb. Hello, somebody. You know, they put a rock in a rock, behind a rock, and rolled a rock. But the word said three days, understand, the rock got up. So what was behind the rock, the rock unrolled and the rock walked out. He gave back that which he borrowed. So I just want to let you know, you just a stranger passing through. So don't get accustomed to the things that you have. You only borrowing it. Yes, sir, Pastor. I, 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 it's just in my spirit because I, I, I think we, we, we get comfortable with the things of this world and we forget we only passing through. And so if we get so comfortable, we begin to love the things of this world. And we want this world to be a certain way where God has already done told us this, this is not our home. But when we begin to make it our home, then we lose sight on the purpose for us being here. We're witnesses for the most high. In the book of Ezekiel chapter 22 and 30, you find this verse. It says, and I sought for a man among them that should make up the hedge and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it, but I found none. Let me say it again. Let me bring it up into our times. For I sought for a man and a woman. among them that should make up the heads and stand in the gap before me for the land that I should not destroy it but I found none. Well Reverend why you say a woman because during this time man was out front he was leading and God put things but as we come up to our day and time in society it's no longer all about man per se or gender. It's man and woman working in the home, raising families. But the words still stand true. Who's going to stand in the gap? Who's going to stand? Let us pray. Oh, gracious and mighty God, I pray that you would bless this word right now, that you would increase and that I would decrease. Father, that you would keep me on this straight and steady path, Lord. Don't let me deviate from thy word. Bless that people that they may hear, Lord, and receive. Bless those who have tuned in. Lord, we thank you right now for all your many blessings. In Jesus' name, amen. Think of great tragedies in history, things that have happened bad in history. What would you have done to make a difference? Even if we think about now, 
What must be different in our society in order for it to avoid a tragic collapse as the result of ungodliness? What has happened in the book of Ezekiel during that time? The people was living all ungodly. They was doing all type of things and, and God began to send the prophet and speak unto them there was murder in the land. There was robbery in the land. There was uh, sexual immorality in the land. Everything that we deal with now was happening. But where were the man of God? This at the priest then. So when it comes to us, where are the children of God? Why have we all become silent? And so as I began to look, that, that, and, 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 and my points that I want to do, we're talking about a spokesman or spokesman or woman for God. Um, he's looking. Who's going to speak for God? Where is the day-to-day -day models of godly living in our society? It only comes from us. The elect, those who have been called, those who have been set apart. It's us, but where are we? So I've entitled this, Where Are You, Christian Man, Christian Woman? Where are you? Can you hear the cry for real men, Christian men and women? To stand up for what's right and righteousness in Christ Jesus? Can you hear the cry in our society? What's going on in our community today? It can be heard in our school systems from the principals and the teachers. Can somebody help me with this child? Can I get some help? 911 goes out. It can be heard from our police officers and judges who are trying to maintain order in our communities. Will somebody tell on somebody who's doing wrong? They say if you see something, say something. I know I'm talking to myself, but I don't see nothing. I didn't see anything. But you want to live in a safe community. You want to live in a safe society. You want to shop where nobody is robbing you, but you don't want to say nothing. You walking around with rose-tinted glasses on. It can be heard from single parent homes. Fathers, did y'all hear that? I did say fathers, I want to start, because we got a lot of single parent homes where fathers have had to come out and take their place. Mothers giving up the children so they can go do their thing. Single parent home mothers. I hear aunts, uncles, and grandparents crying out who are trying to raise children all alone. Can I get some help? I thought it was done when I raised mine, but, but something happened. I don't want to see my grandchildren in foster care, so I, so I take them on, but I ain't got no help in the community. They see me and pass by like they don't see me. My child lacking up, they don't see my child. Nobody says anything anymore. It can be heard from the pulpit. Pastors calling for men and women to come to Jesus. Falling on deaf ears. Not today, tomorrow, says the individual. 
Not today, Pastor. I got something to take care of. I, 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 I got a little more sinning to do. Uh, nobody don't want to call it for what it is, but I will. I, I look, I ain't ready to come in. Ain't you? But tomorrow's not promised. And, 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 and we're afraid to tell, at least I believe, we're afraid to tell people, tomorrow's not promised. Today could be your last day. Genesis 3 and 9, Jesus, uh, should I say, God himself said unto the man, where art thou? Where are you, Adam? Today he's asking, where are you? Where are you? I was at the grocery store. I was at the movies. I was working. I was uh, at my boys' basketball camp or my daughter's. I, 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 there, everyone has an excuse. In, 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 in pledging and fraternity, we learned that excuses are monuments of nothingness. They build bridges to nowhere. And those who use these in company tools are masters of nothingness. What excuse do you have? What's your excuse? For not living godly before the people. Living godly does not simply mean walking and looking godly, but understand it means that you're talking. That, that, that means that you are aware of what's going on and you seeing something and you saying something. Hey, stop that. That's not right. Remember, our job is never to make nobody do anything, but you can say something. When I look in the word, when they can, they say, repent and be baptized. The thing is, nobody's telling nobody to repent. Go on, live on. Go on, do, go on, do your thing. When the last time you heard the word repent? Think about it. When have you heard that word, repent? When the last time you heard it, uh, uh, you've been watching the TV preachers and everything. When the last time they talked about repent, you heard it coming from the pulpit. Repent. The problem in Ezekiel, the, the, the priest wasn't telling the people that. That, that, that. They was concerned with good living. Where are you? Christian man, Christian woman. Put in here, it's like a Bigfoot search. Y'all seen Bigfoot? Anybody seen Bigfoot lately? Bigfoot is both, it, look, it, it don't say Bigfoot is a male, but Bigfoot can be a woman too. What? You can't get a Bigfoot without having male and female. Help, help me out now. There is a male Bigfoot and a female Bigfoot making Bigfoot children. Excuse me, somebody. There are evidences all around that Bigfoot has been in the area. You have footprints, occasional sightings, blood photos here and there. I thought I saw. Yeah. But the man or woman himself is nowhere to be found. Bigfoot, so let me, let me put it there. There are Christian sightings. I, The, the, the only time I get to see some is when I come to the house of God. But, 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 but when I'm out in society, when, when I go out in... I see, foot, I see Christian footprints, but I don't see who's making them. I 
don't see nobody standing strong. I don't see no Christian standing in a gap. Standing on the wall. I understand that the, the wall has been torn. That which is right and righteousness, they've, they've been, they done plucked holes into what is right in the world. It, it, it's blurred. It, it, it's messed up. They have blurred the lines and, and the Christian man and woman is the only one who can unblur the lines. Because we're the only ones who know the truth. I should have said, who should be willing to walk in truth. So when we see it's been blurred out, God has given us the ability to do it, to, to correct it. Ezekiel said, I search. God, God told the Ezekiel, I search for a man and a woman among them who would build up the wall and stand in the gap before me for the land. Who would build up the wall, first of all. The wall is torn down in your home, woman. When you going to build up the wall? Man, when you going to build up the wall in your home? Because charity begins at home. It's, it's a problem where you are always going out to get what should already be. Oh, y'all looking at me like, man, what is going on with that fella there? I, 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 I want to take my time. He said, who will build up the wall? The wall, what is right and what's wrong? Woe unto them who call good evil and evil good. That means the wall is being replaced. And we ain't saying nothing. Nobody said carrying your cross would be easy. If the cross is part of the wall, then it's down. What part of the cross you carry? You, you ain't carrying the whole cross. It's in pieces. Standing in the gap, somebody has to take a stand for right. Somebody has to take a stand. But, but, but what's been amazing to me, Christians have determined that it ain't me. I ain't trying to be no martyr. You don't have to be, a martyr don't have to be somebody that's physically dead. But, but if you're going to take a stand for right, then people are going to talk about you. People may misuse you. When you stand in for right, understand, they, they may abuse you. What I mean, they, 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 they may come and use your, your, your faith in Christ to exploit things that they want from you. You do know that there is Christian exploitation because people are good at that. You say you're a Christian. You're supposed to be helping. You're supposed to be giving. You're supposed to be. Everybody can tell you what a Christian's supposed to do just like they can tell a man what he's supposed to be doing. A woman can tell a man, well, I'm, but when you ask her, well, what you supposed to be doing? Then, huh? Oh, let me bad. When I'm talking about a man, I'm talking about a husband. Everybody know what a husband's supposed to be doing. But what does a wife supposed to do? I ain't trying to be nobody's slave. You think, of, what? <laughs> Beg your pardon? Why is it that your duties attached to being a slave? Let me sit down. Let me get back over here. Yeah, gotta go, gotta go. The thing why God wants us to stand up and to build a wall is so that he won't bring destruction upon our land, upon our home, upon where we work at. Somebody needs to take the lead role. It's amazing that we have always put it on our pastor. I know, I, I know it's past the anniversary, man, but you know, I, I, I be looking at it. You know, things be much easier if, if people knew their part when it comes to the ministry. You know, it's like the old time hunt. He, he's the hunter providing for the village. It's his job to go out to search for, to find it, to kill it, to skin it to bring it back, to cut it up, to cook it, to present it to you. If it's too much for you, then he has to break it down. Because everybody can't eat meat. 
So he has to chew it up, then feed you. Oh, like, like a mother would. You know, understand, when it comes to being a pastor, then it's like a mother feeding, feeding her family. Everybody ain't eating the same thing if they're little children in the house. Everybody can't tolerate the same thing, but nobody never realized that at some point in time, you're supposed to grow some teeth, you're supposed to start chewing. You're supposed... At some point in time, you're supposed to go along with it. You're supposed to learn how to fix stuff like mama. You're supposed to learn how to do things like dad. But the whole point is, you're just sitting there. You're just waiting. When we eat. It's the same way when it comes to the word of God. Don't you know that the only way your faith grows is by you reading the word of God? Man, my faith ain't finna grow until I come to church. Until Wednesday, Bible, pastor do Bible study. Other than that, uh-uh, ain't nobody open up no book. No, I ain't got time for that. Understand. But if you want to grow stronger in Christ Jesus, it's important that you get into your word. Now, what Ezekiel does in 22, he summarizes the sins and abuses of the nation of Israel. And as a punishment for their sin, God says that he will disperse them among the nations. Don't you know God will scatter you? He will scatter you. He'll break up your family. He'll break up your home. I know people, I know a lot of times we don't talk about this, we don't say this, but, but this is God. If you are God's chosen people, God expects you to act a certain way. He expects us to behave a certain way. We are not to behave like the surrounding people around. We are not heathens. We have a father. Oh, what you say? We got a father. Who loves us, who disciplines us, who gives us rules, who tells us he'll take care of us. In the word of God, no matter what you see, you will always see that the children of Israel gave in to the peer pressure around them or wanted to be like those around them. Ain't that us? I want what they have. They gave in. We always wanted to be like the Joneses when God said, be like me. This is the problem. The gap here represents the danger facing them. And God's wrath is about to break through in judgment on the sinful city. Why is it that the sinful city always have to be God's people? I know y'all don't hear that now. We ain't talking about the unsaved. It's the saved people that become sinful. Kind of crazy, ain't it? It's those who know to do better but don't do better that always seem to be getting the worst of it. So God has to whoop us in order to show them. You ain't never got in trouble when talking about what they were talking about. That ain't how your folks raised you, you. You ain't never had people call you out because of how they know your folks have raised you because of who you. Understand, people know children of God. Understand, the devil even know who is God's child. And, 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 and he always going to poke folk, poke at God's children through other people. You know you're supposed to be doing that. And you're wondering why you're getting called out and you get upset about it. Well, what makes it worse is that there was no one who was willing to intercede in righteousness on the behalf of the city and seek God's mercy. That's where we come in. We have to be willing to intercede. We got to be willing to tell God about it. We got to be willing to tell them about it. After we get through talking to God, it's time to go out. Remember, we come in to worship but go out to serve. But the problem is nobody wants to go out to serve. We come in to worship and go home and relax. Ooh, it was just enough coming. I don't know how hard with me coming down here today. It's gonna take me six more days to get back. I ain't got time to be trying to talk to nobody. Look, I need to rest. I need to get my rest low. These folks crazy out here. I had to roll my window up that scene. They walking up looking at me. I'm looking at them too. Walk mm -hmm. on, brother. Ain't no money in this car for you. 
Have you ever tried offering them a word? You, you, look, and look, I'm, I'm telling you. No, look, if you want to offer them Jesus, they're going to either talk to you or they're going to keep walking. I know y'all, mm, mm-hmm. this is how y'all looking at me like, man. Mm-hmm. Note that God searched for such a defender, you, but found no one. It appears that if someone had been willing to stand in the gap, judgment could have been avoided. But since no one was available, are you available today? Are willing to defend the breach and rebuild the wall, judgment fell. Nobody. Nobody. You can save heartache in your home if you, if, if, if you, if you say something. Remember, I ain't saying you can't make them do nothing, but keep talking. Keep talking. Wives don't figure it out by, by, with the husband. Keep talking to them. Understand? It, eventually get in. We might be hard-headed, but after enough talking to us, it, it, it reminds us of mama. Before you even said it, I done did it. You get to talk. It's done. It's over there. I'm calling you what you need. You, you don't have to ask me because I'm, I'm prepared now. You, look, look, for some reason, your words have marinated me to the point where I'm, t- I'm sensitive to what you got to say. We, 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 can get, we can get the people around us to become sensitive about what we say. When they see you, they already know what's coming. You should be an open book to a person that when you walk in, they already know. It used to be like that, and it's still like that with some people. You can walk around, and some people, kids, get right. Oh, y'all ain't hear me now. I'm telling you now. Some people, kids, get right. Bad as on no way, but the right person walk in with the right spirit on them. All of a sudden, they saying, yes, sir, no, ma'am. Uh-huh. Look, they know how to behave, but it takes the right person around them to behave. I just want you to stand up and be counted for righteousness so that when you walk through the door, somebody going to respect you. But it ain't you that they respect, and it's God. They see the spirit of God all over you, and for some reason... He ain't saying, hey, baby, hey, man. He ain't saying you look fine in that. You look very nice today. Hey, I just want to let you know, it, 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 it brings about how you carry yourself. Pe- people are watching. This world don't have faith, but it has signs. And I want you to know that the opposite of, of faith is signs because faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, where signs is the evidence of things seen. Signs trying to prove everything. Okay, I'm moving. To make things worse, in Ezekiel, the false prophets of Israel, those who supposed to be preaching the word of God and teaching the word of God, uh, are condemned because they chose not to repair the breach in the wall and to stand in the gap. They simply denied that judgment was going to come. Whenever you have a man or woman God that refuses to tell the truth, what God has said because he don't like sin, it's a problem. We, we quick to tell people God don't like ugly. But we ain't quick to tell people God don't like that. That's not godly. I don't even hear the words no more. What would Jesus do? Is it a, a fad that's just gone? What would Jesus do? Ain't nobody standing to you. I'm talking about Kanye. I'm talking about that. Huh? Talking about Lakin, huh? Who your idol is? Who you worship? Who come out your mouth? Is it Jesus all the time, or is it somebody else? Who, who you always talking about? What is your conversation? What I've learned, and I tell my people, I've, and, 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 and I got older with this with my wife, Pastor. I learned that with her, my conversation should always be yeah and nay. 
Y'all didn't get that. Yay and nay. You, 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 it it got to be plain and simple. Because when you, when, when, when you, when you get past the yay and nay, you, you, you get to expose in some things. You know, what, what we do, we, when, when out of the yay and nay, it's like, why? Why I got to live right? Why I got to do right? Why I got to pay the bill? Why I got to be him? Why you always calling me? Ain't like you don't know where I'm at or what I'm doing. Why? Yeah and nay. Your no should mean no and your yes should be yes. Why you always explaining your no? You ever ask somebody and you said no and they said why? And you, you got to defend your no. Did, did that make sense? I said why? Why is it no? Why I can't have none of your food? No. Why? You got all that you don't want to share. The Lord said you. No. Okay. Look, I, look, I, 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 I want y'all to hear this because this is what you be battling with. You, you, you be defending no with your money. Your money ain't no. Why? No, why? Get mad at you over your stuff. This was happening. So, so imagine when you're talking about things that are sinful in God's eyesight, they, they want to know why. Show me where he said it. At. Show. It ain't like they'll know. And then if you still show them, they still got other questions. They still don't believe it. Okay, I'm, I'm moving on, Pastor. I'm moving on. I'm, 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 I'm going to get on up out of here. There's a bit, there appears to be truth for today. There are plenty of males and females, but there's a lack of real men and women. You know, it's a difference than being a man and a woman. Or should I say, than being male and female. You know, you know where are the women? Where are the men? Don't go there. Uh, yeah. Where are you? I need to know. I need for the real men to stand up. The real women to stand up. Don't mean no harm, but, but this is what God's looking for. What he created. What he made. Now, with that being said, there is clearly a big difference between being a male and female, as well as how one defines manhood or womanhood. How would you define manhood or womanhood? Did your dad or mama define it for you? Maybe it was your husband or your wife, boyfriend or girlfriend. Maybe it was a relative, your favorite TV show or, or the movie that you like watching. I tell you what, if you close your eyes and paint a picture of a man or a woman in your mind, how does he or she look? How do they speak and how do they act? But then I will ask you to open your eyes and take that image and toss it. Because it's based on your definition. It's based on how you define it. Now what I would do is I would invite you to the word of God and I would ask you to consider only what God says the man of God or the woman of God that he created in his image and his likeness. For he made them both male and female. And if you look, he made a selfless man, a selfless woman, not a selfish one. They were selfless and not selfish. A man or woman of God who visibly demonstrates the comprehensive rule of God under the lordship of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Understand, the real man and woman of God going to walk in authority up under God. Understand, they're going to be up under Jesus. 
They're going to live, move, and have their being because of him. In other words, the man and woman of God's essence is centered around his alignment, her alignment, and submission to God. How many people done submitted themselves to God? God never expects a man or woman to act independently of him. Who you acting independently of? Because in the book of Ezekiel, they acted independently of God. They acted as if the God of this world were their father. I did say God of this world because Jesus acknowledged Satan as being the God of this world. Most people serving the God of this world. I, I, I want to bring that out to you because there is a difference. Oh, I believe in God. Which God you believe in? Which God you serve in? The God of this world. Or the God of the Hebrews, the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Which God are you serving? God created man and woman to be accountable to him. God created a garden specifically for him or her and placed him and her in it. God has created a garden for you in your own home, on your own job, specifically for you. And you are not let anything come in there that ain't godly. You ought to take a stand for what's right and righteousness. God gave the man and the woman a job, a purpose, and a destiny to fulfill what is yours. Most of all, God gave him and her instructions to live by. The man and woman was to operate under God's divine authority and not his own. God created the chain of command and the man or woman was to be aligned to him. In closing, I dare you to think about a car lineman. When a car is out of alignment, there are visible signs of wear and tear on the tires. Now you can rotate the tires, but that won't fix the problem. What we are doing at times, we continue to rotate, but we continue to pull. You, 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 you don't know what side you're supposed to be on when God said go down the straight and narrow path. But I keep pulling to the left, Pastor. And depending on how the road going, I'm going to pull to the right. This same is true for man and woman. When man or woman is not properly aligned with God, visible wear and tear appears in his or her life. The visible way of the tales appears in their family, on their job, and in their community. The only solution is to return back to God. For he is the only one who can fix your alignment and balance your life. Somebody asked me, what's his name? I told him, Jesus, the lily of the valley. Jesus! The bright and morning star. Jesus! He was born in Bethlehem. He was reared in Nazareth. He was tried in unjust courts. Crucified, hung, dead, and buried. But the word of God tells us that he did not stay dead. It says on the third day. Let, let, let's correct this third day. Do you know how many hours is in a day? The third day. Not the second day. The third day he got up with all power in his hand and declared that I am he that was dead, but behold, I'm alive forevermore. I want to invite you to come to Jesus. I want to let you know that the world going to catch on fire and the fire department ain't going to be able to put it out. Y'all don't hear me now. The world going to burn and the fire department going to be called, but they can't put it out because it's going to be like Jeremiah's side. It's like fire. Shut up in my bones.
You can't put earthly water on a heavenly fire. It ain't going out. You can't use an earthly fire extinguisher to cleanse, to put out God's fire. Let there be one. Come on now. Come on. Pour your car on in to God's mechanical shop. Pull it on down. It's open, baby. God's auto shop is open with everyone. Come on and get your line. Come on and get you some new ties. Come on and get you a tune-up. He's willing and he's able. Able one mechanic. Jesus. You ain't got to wear it. And guess what? It don't cost you nothing. It's free. Come on. Come on. Come on. There'll be one. Come on. It's for you. Come on. You'll drive straight again. No more bumps in your life. He, he, he gonna smooth that ride out. You think a Cadillac ride smooth. You think a BMW ride smooth. You think a Lexus ride smooth. When God gets through with you, it appear that you float. Those bumps in your life appears nothing. You can be able to make that right turn without skin, baby. You don't have to worry about the rain, the sleet and snow. You don't have to worry about the heat because he is your cover. He is your protector. He is your everything. Come on. Down.